Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Born to love. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> Thanksgiving special. Yes. Welcome to Born to Love Thanksgiving special. <laughs> I'm Ellie Kemper, and... I'm Scott Eckert. This is our podcast, Born to Love. Every week on the show, we have someone, anyone, come on the show and talk about something, anything that they love. And this week, it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Normally, we talk about, well, what's something you love this week, Ellie? What's something you love this week, Scott? But this week, it's a question that's unneeded because we're about to celebrate, I don't know, one of the most, what's the word, Ellie? Grateful. Uh, thanks inspiring <laughs> thankful wholesome wholesome is the wholesome. word that i was looking for who hates thanksgiving ellie do you thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays i also like valentine's day but not because of the romance we'll get to that once we do our valentine's day episode Ooh, te- teaser <laughs> we're gonna do it we're gonna do it around <laughs> february 14th guys so tune in then <laughs> But not until. No. no, I love, love, love Thanksgiving. I even like the word. For some reason, the word Thanksgiving has always reminded me of a smile. I just look at that word and it's like, Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's such a little smile of a word. Wholesome word. I love it. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish, Ellie? Stuffing. I love stuffing. What is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? I mean, I like the whole thing. Stuffing is great. It's right up there. I like mashed potatoes. I like turkey. I like gravy. Those are the four big ones. Yeah. From my perspective, you need turkey, stuffing, gravy. I like them so much, Ellie, that when I was a child, on my birthday, when my mom said, what do you want for your birthday dinner? I would say, I want Thanksgiving dinner. And she would, bless her heart, make a Thanksgiving dinner for me. Now, the tricky part is that my birthday is in the middle of July. Yeah. So it's very, very hot. That's how much I love Thanksgiving, and I am thankful for my mom all those years ago doing that. That is such a sweet 
story. Thank you for sharing that because your mom, I know her. She is one of the greatest people that exist. I don't know if she's one of the greatest people who (laughs) exists. I mean, she's a pretty great mom. She's the greatest mom for me, undoubtedly. Greatest person who ever existed? I don't know. I did make a huge sweeping (laughs) statement about your mom. I called her one of the greatest. I was expecting something along the lines of such a nice lady. But instead, your mom is a selfless, (laughs) generous, all time. great. She is a selfless, generous woman. And I've always loved her. I also wanted to say when you were describing your favorite Thanksgiving dishes, I do think you have to have green peas on there because, by the way, I've never called them green peas in my life. Thanksgiving green peas. It brings a smile to your face. Just talk about those green peas. Are peas any other color? I don't think so. I think that visual is so beautiful. You have the orange sweet potatoes, green peas, turkey. Listen, everyone can talk about the Thanksgiving food. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people go out of their way to avoid it. I've I've met someone who really doesn't like Thanksgiving food. But (laughs) more than that, Scott, and you and I have been trying to do this on a regular basis, When you step away at the core of the holiday, no matter your beliefs, it's a day to reflect on what you're grateful for. Now, that's something we should be doing every day. And how nice and wholesome is that? The other thing I wanted to point out. You can also drink during the day and watch football for nine hours. That is the meaning (laughs) of the holiday. So celebrate away. It's your day. You can be grateful. You can spend time with your family or you can just be cracking Coors and watching football. Your choice. My favorite part of the holiday is the Wednesday afternoon. The kiddies are getting out of school. Everything's heating up. The adrenaline of it, you know Thanksgiving is coming and I love it. Thanksgiving Eve. Thanksgiving Eve. Scott? I love a turkey trot. One of those 5Ks that goes on all around the country. People having a little jog before they stuff their guts with <laughs> green peas. I A turkey trot, Ellie, is the only race I've ever done in my entire life. I did a turkey trot in Florida with my in-laws. Right. And my mother-in-law and my wife were like, we're going to run this 5K. And my father-in-law and I were like, I don't know if we want to run a 5K. And I assured him, I was like, look, it's a turkey trot. We can walk. It's going to be fine. Lo and behold, no, you cannot walk, at least not this one. The police were like pulling up the barricades and we became so self-conscious, we cut across the field and went directly to the finish line. So because we had taken that shortcut, we ended up in like the top 500 or something, and they gave us free pies. So we really broke the rules. <laughs> it was Scott. I, I've told that story a handful of times, and the, to the non runners, they think it's the funniest thing ever. Ha ha ha, you took a shortcut and you caught a free pie. But for runners like yourself, mortified, horrified, horrification. As a leading member of the runner community, I would like to speak on behalf of all of us and say, We're disgusted with you. We're offended by that behavior. And yet we give thanks that you signed up in the first place. Because if you want to be, 
if you want to call yourself a runner, then you are a runner. <laughs> well, I was, I was, I, I don't blame myself. I don't blame no, myself. No, no, I don't blame you either. I, no, my last words were those of encouragement. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you ran two steps or 22 miles. You're a runner once you start running. We shifted away from Thanksgiving. Let's get back on track here. Thanksgiving is around the corner, but there is a lovely lady also around the corner, Scott, our guest today. It's something I'm thankful for is that my friend, Mary Sohn, is our special Thanksgiving guest. Mary is a comedian. She is an actress. You probably recognize her from AP Bio, on which she plays the very funny teacher, Mary. Mary plays Mary, one of my favorite shows, and she's fantastic in it. She also appears in Work in Progress. Mary is on Comedy Bang Bang, a variety of podcasts. I believe she hosts her own, and she's come on to talk to us today about comeuppance. She was born to love comeuppance, Ellie. See, we sprinkled the little wholesome thankfulness with a little naughty comeuppance. (laughs) So that's how we like our cranberry sauce with the salty mashed potatoes. We like to mix up all the flavors here on the show. I am so excited to chat with Mary. She's one of the greatest people, like your mom, Yes, like my mother. She's a nice lady and one of the greatest of all time. When we come back, let's do that. Okay, we're back, guys. We're here on Born to Love, talking about things we love. And one of the greatest things, I should say one of the greatest people we love, is Mary Sone. <laughs> Mary, hi. Hello. Good morning, you guys. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, Mary. What an absolute pleasure. Um, I just wondered, maybe you've already discussed this on your other episodes, but have you ever considered a combined name? <gasps> a combined name? So Scott and Ellie, maybe we're talking about a skelly. Or maybe we go for a classic Elliot. Elliot is pretty great. (laughs) Now I want us to be Elliot. And it's like E.T. The way that E the way that E.T. says Elliot is the way that you say our combined name. Elliot. 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 I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Mary, you, and I don't want to put any tint on this until you tell us about it. Tint? Because it sounds like a bad tint. Okay. Like a... Like a negative tint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hear you. Know? you. No, I wait. As soon as you said it, I knew what you meant, but it was also a little weird, right, Mary? Is tint? <laughs> it's an unusual word. Would well, you know what I was about to say? I don't want to taint this, mm-hmm. but then I was like, taint isn't the word I want either, so I chose. Taint is also tint. a tough word. I, Scott, we all know <laughs> that it's a tough word. I was gracefully <laughs> tiptoeing around that piece of it of the taint. Okay, Mary. You love comeuppance. Tell me everything. Oh, I sure do. Just, you know, in this unjust world, can't we have a little something? Can't we have a little dopamine hit when somebody gets what they deserve? Yeah. A little deserved rebuke. (laughs) It's just the best. (laughs) It's so satisfying. And I know, again, maybe I don't know. I'm assuming (laughs) you don't want someone to be like... You don't want their lives ruined. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to be like irreversible damage, I guess. Or Correct. do you? I don't well, know. Wait, I'm I just, I, I, in- let's define our terms here. So, yes. so yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, so taint means. <laughs> so, Schadenfreude 
is like enjoying someone else's misfortune, right? Sure. Like you're watching an Adam Sandler movie and someone gets just just knocked in the balls and everybody laughs and the theater goes wild, right? Like that's that's Schadenfreude. But comeuppance is very different, right? So how would you sort of define it, Mary? So I feel like it's best described in examples. So, you know, the person that's pushing their way to the front of the line, but once that person gets to the front, they're instructed that they need to go all the way back or to a different line. Yes. How delicious is yes. that? Oh my gosh. I'm My mouth is watering. <laughs> By the way, I always say Shoden. I think I say Shoden fraud. Oh. Is that how it's said? Now I'm self-conscious I that I was saying it. I said no, Schadenfreude, but maybe that's no, wrong. No, I think it's Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. What do you say, Mary? Schadenfreude. Yeah, all right. Mary it's and I, it's, it's team Marriott. I also... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Marriott and Elliot. <laughs> are you guys the are you the brains behind the Marriott? <laughs> That's how we got her on this podcast, Ellie. You knew each other from your Marriott days? Yeah, we have controlling ownership of a chain of hotels. Mary and I do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do people know that? Now they do. This is our coming out party. Well, you must be extremely rich. Well, we don't like to talk about it. <laughs> we both made some irresponsible choices. <laughs> we, we don't like to talk about it. We should be. Uh, we got our own comeuppance because there was for a period of time Uh-oh. we were living real high on the hog. Correct. <laughs> and then the person at the front sent us to the back of the line. Under, so this is what that's and that's the distinction that needs to be made. It's not Schadenfreude. You're looking for justice to be served, basically. Just a little dose of justice. So well, I have to ask, like, have you had that dopamine kick this week? Well, this happens on kind of a daily basis is I love when the one really bad aggressive driver either gets pulled over or all the cars around them kind of rally around the fact that we hate this person. This is my like kind of on the daily. Yes. (laughs) They're like, okay, you're on the 101. Somebody's driving like an ass. And then all the other cars are like, hey, we all agree this person we don't like. And it's just a little hit of like, like you're saying, justice. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And I like that you're seizing on not just the comeuppance itself, but the camaraderie that the comeuppance builds, right? I do like sharing a look with a stranger in another car that's like, do you believe this guy? And the other person's like, yeah, that guy's a real asshole. And it's like, yeah, man, I believe in humanity. My faith in humanity was tested by that jerk's driving, but it's been refreshed by our mutual disdain for that jerk. And not only that, but the fact that you rally around the bad driver, that you all agree, no, 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 that guy is in the wrong, or gal. It's very mm-hmm. reassuring. Let me ask you this, Mary. Now I don't want to focus on traffic, because again, it's something that we don't love. But but I like, whenever there's somebody who's like really in a hurry, I definitely try to slow down. I definitely <gasps> act. I am an agent of comeuppance in, in those instances where it's like, if there's somebody who's being a jerk and I'm in front of them and they're really trying to pass, like, you know when you're on a highway where there's just like two lanes and it's got the double line and they can't pass you? If that person yes. is like tailgating or let alone, God forbid, honking, I'm oh. going to go so <laughs> slow. <laughs> There's no better way to get me to drive slowly than to encourage me with your horn to hurry up. 
Wait, Scott, that's so risky. What do you mean risky? You think, well, what's going to happen? People are insane. They're going to they're gonna crash into you. They're going to, I don't know, they're going to hit your car. Like, do you don't think that's scary? I think that's the rage of another person is like so scary to me, especially on the road. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Have you ever felt like you were the person getting her comeuppance? Oh, wow. You know, quite a bit, actually. (gasps) As much as I feel like I get it, I also feel like I get pwned on the daily as well. 
Um, one, one time what I thought was going to be like a hooray moment for me, I was at a um, coffee shop one time and I was just like working with my, you know, MacBook and a charger and this guy with a Surface Pro random guy just starts talking to me and he's just like, you know, what are you even doing on that thing? Are you doing any sort of like crazy editing? No one needs that level of like machinery, yada, yada, yada. I'm literally, <laughs> I don't know him. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I just like it. And it's like, well, what do you like about it? I was like, um, I, I prefer like the magnetic charger. He's like, magnetic charger. That's why you're going to get that. I was like, no, you, sir, you asked me the man like scoffs. And as he's getting up, he trips on his Surface <laughs> Pro cord. The computer flies across the coffee shop in a comedic way. The screen shatters. And I was like, look at this. Look at this. No, but go on. Go on yeah. about the Surface Pro. Right, right. And oh. then um, just feeling high on life yeah. as I'm walking to my car, just like, well, that was a win for me. Right. I ate so bad no. on the curb. And I was like, moments after, flying high only to biff it later. It was... Wow, it's a double tap comeuppance. So what did he do when, he, when his Surface Pro launched across the room and shattered? How did he react to it? He did do this sort of like... As if somebody else had done it. <laughs> Sir, that was on you. And then just quickly gathered his dignity quietly and walked out. With his service, bro. What is, <laughs> if I were to make a list of things to brag about owning, a Surface Pro would not appear on that list. But in a serious way, a Surface Pro? It's like bragging about having the little floss things that you use to floss your teeth with. That's exactly right. But also that he felt that he had the energy, that he had room in his life to come after you, a stranger, for her computer choice is psychotic. And that whole episode, I wish it had ended. I wish it had ended with him tripping. And that was the, that was the end oh, of it. I know, me too. It would have just sealed it up so perfectly. Did the coffee shop burst into applause? I mean, there were some stifled because people were observing it. They knew like, oh, this woman is just trying to work. So they all kind of were there for it. But unfortunately, on my triumphant walk out, I felt some eyes. Yeah. I felt some yeah. eyes when I yeah. Felt, so. yeah. He was watching with his, with his eh, like <laughs> window rolled down and he shouts with triumph. He's like, Surface Pro! <laughs> Eat that! Eat that, laptop! <laughs> oh my god, that is that is a mind-blowing story. Oh I mean, I I let me ask you this because I I have a feeling I know the answer. Are you a rule follower, Mary? You know, I am not to the point where I outwardly call people out on their stuff. So okay. I'm more of a cowardly quiet rage um but Same. I, yeah like i do think <laughs> you know what marriott the community yeah. stands behind marriott <laughs> yes <laughs> but there was this one time um that i felt like it, it was very hope giving um I, when I moved to LA, I was like dating people. And I went on this date with this guy that I didn't know very well, who just had, he just reflected like toxic male energy oh, just yeah. throughout everything. Toxic chef energy. 
which is, you know, next level. (laughs) Wait, wait, was he a chef? He was. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you were using it as an example, which I understood immediately because there are all these shows about chefs lately. And I like knew exactly what you meant, but he Mm -hmm. actually was a chef. No, 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 no. No ill will towards any of our chef listeners. I groaned not that he was a chef, but that he was emitting this like toxic chef energy. Yeah, Correct. And I feel like all chefs should want better representation than this man. That's it. Yeah, very stereotypical chef energy. That being said, terrible date, but then he did end up coming back to my place. And I had just moved in my house. So I was feeling like embarrassed. I was like, I, I don't really have all my artwork set up. I had like a print that was just set up on my bed frame. It just felt very like yeah. juvenile, yeah. a bit janky. Yeah. But this man comes over and we start making out and the makeout also reflects this sort of <gasps> toxic male mm-hmm. chef. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, oh, it just something in the body feels wrong. Like, oh, this just feels bad. Yep. And just kind of at the height of his toxicity, this print falls on his head, <laughs> directly on this man's head. Yep. And I just was like, you know what? There is a God. Yep. Oh, there I is- love that. <laughs> oh, I love That's it. That's great. Did he get hurt? Like, but like, it was the appropriate amount of hurt. He experienced pain without really getting hurt. Is that, I'm guessing? Because that's what I would want. Yeah, I will say it was a very satisfying amount of hurt. <laughs> like, it hurt enough to make him be like, ooh, ouch. Yeah, yeah, that's what we want. That's- yep, yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Someone who is... I, I I don't want to say somebody who is confident because we should all be confident in who we are. Sure. Otherwise, change. If you don't like who you are, change it. Change the conversation, right? Is that Love a madman quote? Yeah, quote <laughs> madman. Is it? If you don't like it, change the conversation. Something like that. I'm butchering. I'm butchering it. Chef, butcher. Okay, anyway, anyway, guys, somebody stop me. I'm stupid. Okay. Everyone should be confident, but there is a thing that comes along with somebody who so clearly loves themselves that came across with this guy that makes me crazy. And also, Mary, when I try to like communicate that to someone, like if I'm trying to describe either a friend or like somebody in People Magazine whose toxic energy I can't stand, it's Mm -hmm. once you try to explain it to someone, it's so hard because you're like, why does that upset you so much? And I can't explain why. I don't know. It's like a bad itch. It just bothers you. So, but you're from the Midwest, right? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. You're from Chicago. I'm from Champaign. Champaign. Yes. Yes. And I do think it's kind of baked in our foundation. Again, I don't want to speak for all of us, but there is a little bit of like a thread of, and who do you think you are? That I feel like we've all been raised with. That's exactly right. I agree completely. I'm from Minnesota. We're Minnesota people in Minnesota. They're nice. They're famously nice. They don't like to brag about That's themselves. Right. So when when I hear it, I don't like it. But then again, I constantly brag about myself. But on the other hand, I balance out that bragging by telling humiliating stories about myself. Since this came up, you you Mary said, you know, sometimes you deserve your own comeuppance or whatever, as you did when you tripped. And cycling through my head is a story about myself, and I've been. Like literally resisting the temptation to tell yet another humiliating story about myself, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> Scott, bless us, you're, you're, ble- yeah, yeah, exactly, bless us. Also, you're begging <laughs> us to, to to beg you to tell the story. No, no, no. I'll tell the payoff from the story. Okay, there, there, there was in college. I was with this. Uh, <laughs> 
I was he like, wants to tell the story. I want to tell the story, but it's a mistake. <laughs> my comeuppance. This is, I guess that maybe this is my comeuppance. So whatever. It was college. There was this crazy party. Everybody was really drunk. And I was a jerk. I was a jerk to this guy. And I, we don't need to get into all the specifics. But I was a jerk to this guy. And the next morning we sat down together and we're all like not feeling great. And I was looked at him and I was like, hey, man. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have like said that stuff or whatever. And he looked at me. He goes, it's okay. Everybody makes mistakes, you know. But what I'm going to do, because we like, the rooming situation was such that he could come into my bedroom at any time he wanted. And he goes, it's okay. What I'm going to do is one night in the next three months, I'm going to come into your room while you're sleeping there. And I'm going to poop on your bed. <laughs> No. <laughs> and my and my no. sincere reaction to him was please don't do that. <laughs> I understand why you would and maybe I deserve it, but please don't poop on my bed when I'm sleeping <sighs> in it. <laughs> Oh, he said while you're sleeping. While, while I'm sleeping. And it was the, yeah, it was the key. He wasn't just going to oh leave gosh. a present in my bed. He was literally going to like poop on me. Wow. This is, by the way, this is absolutely the same guy who came after you for your computer, Mary. Oh, it's the same. Was it? Scott, Scott, don't name names. Does, is he a big aficionado of the Surface Pro? <laughs> No, he was great. He was a really great guy. Yeah, he sounds amazing. To his credit, he never did it. No, he never did it. Oh, wow. But I lived in fear. I lived in fear until the end of that year. And you know what? And that's worse than the bed poop. Well, that's just it. Mm -hmm. The fear. So he never said, by the way, Scott, I've changed my mind. I'm not going to do it. Nope, he never did. He let me live in fear. And there was a karmic balance to it because I think ultimately that's what it comes down to, right? We like the karmic right. balance of comeuppance. And I had wronged him. I apologized. And, I, and my comeuppance was fearing that he would poop in my bed. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And we don't need to talk about current events. Guys, is that me begging to talk about oh, current events? Oh, I can't wait. What current event could you no, possibly... No, we're not going to. Um, but I'm, I don't want to say this applies to every public shaming, but it does feel when someone is, or some corporation or some entity is publicly shamed for a very good reason, we as a society, we're reading that, we're watching that, we're not, we're, we're grinning and we're nodding our heads. You got your comeuppance. And it's not, and it's not, we don't like to see, you know, we're not like animals. We don't like to see people get flogged, but we like to see people held to account. That's it. That's it. I, even in these like little bites, uh, I, I'm not really on social media, but from time to time, I like to check in with the TikTok just because I feel like Gen Z does hold people accountable for their yeah. terrible behavior. Yeah. Yes, yes, And, yes. you know, if that means that someone is being let go from their insurance company, so be it. Right. I feel like comeuppance is a way for us to, like, as a community, yep. learn. You yes. know, we learn how to apologize. Yeah. We learn how to reflect yeah. in the best ways. Right, but the, this is the tricky part for me because I'm imagining Surface Pro guy. Like, what do I want to happen if I'm really being honest with myself? Do I want Surface Pro guy to change and be a better person? Or do I want Surface Pro guy to continue being a jerk 
and for his Surface Pro to continue to get smashed. (laughs) I want that guy to go to the Microsoft store and buy a brand new Surface Pro (laughs) and then berate another laptop user and then smash this new (laughs) Surface Pro all over again. That makes me a bad person. I don't know. I'm like, there's something bad that's going to happen to me later today. I'm going to think back to this conversation. (laughs) I'm going to be like, I deserved it. You're going to find an active poo on your head. (laughs) That's it. Oh, it's still warm. Um, the other thing I want to say is, do you think this is occurring to me as we're as we're discussing it? There's any piece of this whole comeuppance that is good things and bad things happen to all people all of the time. Sure. So a man like Surface Pro tripping over the cord. That was a wonderful coincidence. And I am grateful that happened. <laughs> and I enjoy that almost more than someone being ordered or told to do something. So there's two examples here. There's the the guy tripping over his cord and there's the person being told to please move to the back of the line. I don't know which, I, I, I guess I don't know which I enjoy more. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm sorry, is it fate? Like you're talking about the yes. differences. It's it's the universe delivering comeuppance versus some institutional yes. body. Yes. And the right. institutional body to me personally, less interesting, less exciting. Like that's just right. justice being served. Comeuppance, much funnier and more fun when the universe delivers it. And also more powerful, don't because literally the universe is like no, as opposed to the you know official. You got caught. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I agree. I think I. Agree. It really does bolster us. I think we're like, oh, I'm not alone in this world. Someone is looking out for That's me. It. Yeah. That's it. And and I think what's really lovely about loving comeuppance is that it might not happen right away. It might not happen in a week or a month. The universe takes its time. The universe will not be told what to deliver. It's comeuppance. But listen to me, because it always does. I don't know if that's true. It seems... <laughs> the, the sad thing is, I don't know. I think most, most people deserving comeuppance probably don't get it. Am I, is that cynical about the world? I, I, would, I would love to check the data on that because I don't, I don't think you're right, Scott. <laughs> you don't think I'm right? Well, as a former, you know, Fortune 500 CEO myself, founder of Marriott. <laughs> yeah, what happened? I can tell you that many of my fellows, our fellows, Mary and my fellows on the top of that list, of the, like the wealthiest people in the world, don't think that I don't think they're feeling a lot of comeuppance in their daily lives. Okay. Also, are you former because of your mistakes, irresponsible choices, or yeah, yeah? But the Marriott is still thriving. Marriott still alive like, and well. Okay. It's complicated. In fact, we've both signed, <laughs> signed numerous NDAs. We've said too much. We've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> My comeuppance is going to come in the form of legal notices from the Marriott Corporation. <laughs> Okay, Mary, um, thank you for, we, this is, you know, we are usually a little more positive. You've helped us reveal our devilish side. We'll stick around. We have a game that we like to play with all our guests. We love to play this. It's called Love It or Loathe It, and we would love to play it with you after this short break. <laughs> Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people people in an unscripted unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them hear back from them know that i'm part of the routine and i look forward to getting on the air i look forward to it in these exciting times we're looking to the math the strategy and analytics and the magic the creative spark more than ever listen to math and magic on our very own iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast We're back, you guys. We're back with Mary Sohn. We are going to play our delicious game with Mary called Love It or Loathe It. Mary, we are going to lob some topics at you. And we want you to tell us if you love the thing or you loathe the thing. Let me be clear. There is no in between. You can't be lukewarm about something. You either love it or loathe it. And then please tell us why. Okay. Okay. All right. Love it. Okay. Mary, love it or loathe it. AP bio. Not the show. The actual advanced placement course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because everybody loves the show. We know it. You love the show. You're great on it. What about the course? Speaking as somebody who did take AP bio, loathe it. Mm-hmm. Loathe it. I'm, I'm there with you. But tell me oh. why. Um, this one is a little bit of a weird reason for why I didn't like it. My um, 
AP biology teacher was a bit of a lower back toucher. Oh, uh-huh. that's not okay at all. Uh-huh. What? And so I feel like that really colored the um, uh, yeah. experience. It tinted yeah. it mm-hmm. in a really bad way. <laughs> a really bad tint. I'm so, that's awful. And I bet he had bad breath. I just bet. Oh, you know it. I know I did. It was coffee and a dead tooth. It was really oh, bad. No. That's his comeuppance is the teeth died. Just he's just imagine him toothless now. If it's a mouthful of dead teeth, that's what Scott. What? Well, no, that's what's come up and was the topic. I'm just saying. I hope that that's what happened to him because he was a jerk. Uh, love it or loathe it, Mary pickleball. Oh, that's the love it, love it. It is um, the one exercise that's actually joyful and not punishing. It is so fun, and I play with comedy people. It's a blast. What, how is it different from tennis in a nutshell? It's like a shrunken down court and the paddle is that of like a um, like a ping pong paddle and you play with like a wiffle ball. So it's just a, a dang fun game. And you're outside. Well, maybe you're in, maybe they're inside pickleball court. I'm outside. You're out there. I'm outside. So you're getting fresh air. Mm-hmm. You're there with your fresh comedy friend. Yeah. I'm getting my laughs in. It's mm-hmm. sweeping the nation, Ellie. It's like... It's oh, everybody's that. loving it. It's the thing. Do you play? Yes, Scott. Or do you play? I've only played one time and I will confess, I did love it. I did love it. it. I didn't want to. And in spite of it, I was like, oh, wow, this is really fun. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a fun game. I mean, I love it. Oh, wait. No, guys, I've never played it. <laughs> okay. 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 Mary, love it or loathe it. This is a little bit of a callback. The Marriott. Love it. <laughs> Love Marriott it. Hotels. <laughs> I love a Marriott. Why do you love them? Or it? Because you always know what you're going to get. Yeah, all the consistency. Yeah, not that it's not that Airbnb experience. Who knows? You're going to get Marriott. Here's what you're going to get: great hotel room, great buffet, maybe some legal trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but the first two, I'll take. I love. I love a Marriott. I love that you love it. I mean, I love a very specific Marriott, the Residence Inn. Is that Residence Inn by Marriott? By mm-hmm, Marriott. Mm-hmm. Why else would I bring it up? <laughs> and so, yeah, I do love that. So, so Mary, yeah, on the same page because I, I don't, I don't want. I'm not looking for a unique experience, you know. Oh I, no! In fact, that sort of consistency on my deathbed, I just hope somebody transfers me to a queen size Marriott bed. <laughs> Puts a little like a uh, bag of Cheetos and a big container of ice on the side. That's all I need. You just described Mary. Wait, okay. We're gonna have to talk offline because that is when I have to think about like what would make me happy. I think you just described it. I'm like having a spiritual experience. Okay, thank you. <laughs> all right, Mary, love it or loathe it, love it or loathe it. Uno, you know the card game Uno. Oh, sure. My kids love it. How about you? I love Uno. <laughs> oh! I love Uno. Because also in theme, I love when somebody does you dirty who's right before you, and then you hit them with the reverse, and then you hit the skip. Oh, my God. I love that game. You're not a Uno pretender. You're talking skip? Everyone knows reverse. You're talking <laughs> skip? Nah, 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 nah. I bet you know the colors. She knows all the colors. Mm-hmm. She knows yellow. She knows blue. She knows red. What's the last one? She knows it's green. You are an expert. The only people who know about Uno, in my experience, usually it's parents of young, small children. Not you, Mary. 
you are an Mm -hmm. Uno expert and you love it. And I love that you love it. All right. Okay. I have another question for you, Mary. Love it or loathe it. Uno, the number. Oh. The number. You know what? I love it. I love it because my friend and I um, go to Vegas and play video roulette. And she's always screaming, I got to put down one because I have to play for me. (laughs) So when my friend is playing for her, she's hitting that one. Mm Yeah. You've got to take care of yourself first. You got to. Right? You got to play for you. You got to play for you. She loves Uno, your friend (laughs) and you. I see. Yeah. There's a lot of profound philosophy in this round of love it or loathe it. I've never like been through a round of love it or loathe it where I've I felt more seen. And also all of this wisdom is like really resonating with me. So I'm changing over here. (laughs) All right. Last one, Mary. Uno, the pizzeria. Love it or loathe it. Oh, you know, if I'm being honest, I've never had it. Oh, well, you got to (laughs) pick. The rules of the game. I'm only going to say loathe it because I once went there with an ex-boyfriend and he got pissed and like walked away. So that's why I've never had it. (gasps) Wow. And to me, that means it's cursed. That seems like a good reason not to like a place. That's an Uno experience. Oh, also, isn't... I I think we, you know, we did the three Unos as like, ha, 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 Uno, Uno, Uno. But, which everyone is like wiping tears from their eyes as they're driving home. They're like, they did three Unos in a row! They had to pull over. (laughs) Each one was a different one. But I'm realizing, Mary, I'm glad we asked you. Because not only were you born in Champaign, but you spent a lot of time in Chicago. Right. There's an, I live in New York. There's an Uno Pizzeria by me and it has survived every economic downturn. It's still there like throughout the pandemic. It is like on Columbus Avenue thriving and it always says, you know, Chicago Pizzeria. So I'm wondering what is its perception? You've only been there once. It was a horrible experience. You never ate it. But what is even the perception (laughs) of an Uno in Chicago? I think it's, you know, a a real um, second choice. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to Chicago to eat at Uno. Not number one. That's what I thought. Scott, do you have any in Minnesota? Yeah, man, of course. I mean, when you're in Chicago, don't go to Pizzeria Uno because, like, there's better places. When you're not in Chicago... Hit that Uno up. If you want some deep, do you want some deep dish pizza? Yeah. Delicious. But not Mary. No, it, the, 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 the experience at Uno was poison for Mary. And you yeah. can't go back. Forever. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, but for everybody else who hasn't been dumped at an Uno before the food arrived, <laughs> check it out. If you like deep dish pizza, I mean, it looks like a pizza. You got to eat it with a knife and fork. <laughs> You guys know what deep dish pizza is. I love it. It looks like a pizza. We do. We do. But but a lot of people are really surprised the first time they... I've, I've seen the data. A lot of people are really surprised the first time they see a deep dish pizza. They don't believe it's a no, pizza tr- because it's like a pie. They're trying to scoop into that metal pan. They're trying to scoop in with their hands. They get burned. The pizza's falling apart. <laughs> Don't do that, guys. When you check out Pizzeria Uno, don't scoop the pizza, the slice of pizza out with your hand. <laughs> Eat it with a knife and fork. <laughs> Are they scooping out with their hands? You mean because they think it's like regular pizza that you grab? Yes, of course that's why. <laughs> they think it's regular pizza, but it's not. It's deep I, I thought they had just like lost their minds and were just like, oh. 
I don't well, know. No, I'll tell you who does scoop it with their hands. Oh. And that's going to be surface pro. Surface that's going to be surface And you're saying the sauce is going to be hot. He's like, I know what I'm doing. And he's just going to be in there with his mitts, oh. scooping away. Surface pro, he's like, why'd you get pasta at a pizza place? Why'd you get pasta? <laughs> and then he sticks his hand in and it's seared. It's melted to the pan. What would make you happier than to see his little hands singed I hope he's listening to this because you he knows exactly who he is. <laughs> he definitely knows who he is. And just quickly, I wanted to know if somebody did this, I kept like mulling it over my head. Like, what should I have said? Should I have just shut it down? I, yeah, I don't know. You mean how what should you have done differently in the situation? Yeah. I, I got a line for you that I learned from my kids. You say, Hey friend, don't yuck somebody else's yum. I like a laptop. It's my yum. Don't yuck it. Right? I like deep dish pizza. You don't like deep dish pizza? Don't yuck my yum. That's a that's a philosophy that I live by. Scott, did you make that up? <laughs> no, I didn't. My kids told Who me. you hear it? I, I, my kids probably learned it on Daniel Tiger. I don't know. There's a lot of wisdom. I learned a lot of wisdom from my kids. Don't yuck somebody's yum. Yeah, and so maybe that's what you would have said had you been familiar with the phrase yuck or don't yuck my yum. Now, I can't believe that we've, we're we supposed to be a lover loathing. We're supposed to be wrapping this show up. <laughs> but Surface Man has so captivated us. Yeah. He keeps yeah. coming back to Surface Man. Surface Pro Man. Surface. It's a Surface yeah. Pro. That's true. He'd probably mm-hmm. be real upset to hear, hear me calling him <laughs> Surface Man. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, let's land this thing. <laughs> Mary, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us and to be on Born to Love. We had a wonderful time talking about comeuppance and especially all the different iterations of Uno, all the different meanings of that word. (laughs) You can drive again, people. Those of you pulled over at our three Unos, get on the road. There's not a fourth Uno coming if you're waiting. Thank you both so much. I really had such a good time. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Thanks for listening to Born to Love. We'll be back next week with brand new things that we love. We want to hear from you. Leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and tell us what you love. We might even ask one of our guests in an upcoming Love It or Loathe It. Born to Love is hosted and created by Ellie Kemper and Scott Eckert. Our executive producer is Aaron Kaufman. Our producers are Sheena Ozaki and Zoe Dinkla. Born to Love is part of Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network in collaboration with iHeart Podcasts. Special thanks to Han Sani, Rachel Kaplan and Adriana Cassiano, Michael Fails, Alex Coral, and Bahid Frazier. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 